Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, Maddie boy. Uh, hello there, Dee Forrest. How are you, my friend? I am super califragilistics. Expialidocious. Already used it. Already. It's, I thought, I was thinking just a moment ago, I wonder when I wonder when he'll bring his new effects in. It was 30, not even 30 seconds. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, it, absolutely it, delightful. It didn't sound quite as lovely and musical as I thought when I listened to it back, I've got to be honest. It didn't, did it? No. You, really... were, you, you just sang. I was proper riffing it, and it absolutely did fuck all for me, to be honest, Matt. I might as well have just, yeah, I might as well be singing a cappella with no effects. Oh, my God, yeah. That was wild. That was wild. Yeah, hello, dear listener. Welcome to another podcast. We are here to do a bit of what if but do. But first things first, before we go straight into the intro, um, it's flipping hot. It is. Summer's here. We're going through a heat wave. We bloom it. We bloom it up. Sun has arrived. Oh, How are you yeah. dealing? How are you dealing with it this weekend? Do you know what? I'm I'm absolutely loving loving it this weekend. I've been waiting Definitely. for ages to use the garden in our house. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I've finally got out there, got my old sunbathe on. Um, yeah, I'm at the moment. I'm loving it. Yeah, give it, give it a few days. By the time we ne- do our next podcast, I can guarantee I'll be polar opposite. I'll oh, be absolutely yeah. livid about the heat. Yeah, I um I had a rehearsal today. Mm. In a really hot studio, yeah, it was it was pretty intense. But like, it was fine. But like, I think the the girls aren't very good with heat mm. at all. They're barely wearing any clothes. Haley hates being in a hot car to the point that she like cries at big time. Um, but like, we've been in the paddling pool. We've done all that kind of stuff, just kind of trying to keep the kids cool. Mm. keep cool and that kind of stuff but yeah no I'm with you mate I think it's nice we had a nice got a nice breeze going on mm. breeze. sorry we're talking about the weather this nice, is nice. absolutely horrendous but I tell you what mundane. someone connected to the weather which is which is a bit more interesting yeah um, guess what I did this afternoon what did you do I erected a brand new barbecue you erected I assembled it it got bigger and it has Reached its full this, potential and size. This this barbecue is standing to attention. It is stand. It is ready for yeah. use. It <laughs> is honestly. It was. I was. I felt standing tall. I'm sure the most masculine I felt for for the 45 minutes of, of assembly. Although I felt less masculine when I realised that it should have taken half an hour. And although I say I took up 45 minutes, it took me about an hour and a half. <laughs> so I mean, you know. I, did, I had hammers, I had all sorts around me, um, but it took me double the amount of time it should have. So. Oh, mate. Well, well done. Well done, you. But hey. Um, I've been watching European football all Ooh. week. Yes. Been watching Champions League, Conference League, but West Ham and Man City won. So I think that's great. So I'm wearing a football top today. 
He is. But I thought I'd wear the most peculiar football top that I've got, which is mm. the female Indians, um, uh, India's female lion. I think they're called the lionesses as well, like much like oh. ours. Oh yeah. Um, or tigress or tigress. I think I have a tigress. Um, but this is their away kit from their World Cup a few years ago. It's like hot pink, and I actually I went through a little phase like a couple of years ago of just buying football mm. t-shirts, like random ones. May I say that you're looking hot in your hot pink tea. Thank you very much. Looking it's very proper nice. breathable. It's really nice. I oh, thought I'd wear it. He's going full out with the uh, the fashion comments here. Oh yeah. Oh he, yeah. He knows what fabric to wear on such a hot day. <laughs> oh, he's got to let it breathe. Oh yes. Uh, last but no means least, and this is probably bad for the podcast, but good real footage. Oh, oh, look at that! Someone say, "Oh, where's my little finger?" Oh, hello. Hang on. Oh, can you can you can you actually wear it? Oh, oh, hello. Oh, I'm bench pressing. Oh. <laughs> Right, but there you go, look. Look at that. That is what, pretty... Look what the beautiful Matt got me for my birthday, eh, boy? Look at this. So what is it? It, it, yo, you went, you fucking, yeah, <laughs> you prick. Uh, <laughs> no, it is the Iron Gauntlet. It is the Iron Gauntlet. The Iron Gauntlet, <laughs> because it's the one Iron Man has. Is it? Not the one that... Th- you told me it was. No, I mate. asked you. I asked you the question whether it is or it isn't because I can't. I couldn't remember. I think when it I is. got it. I think this is it. yes. I that think no, is. that that one thousand percent looks like Thanos's. Iron Man's is is red and way more kind of straight. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say this is definitely. <laughs> I don't know. It's a fucking. It's a lovely gauntlet. It's a lovely piece of kit, and it is. Got the five infinities. I completely that's ruined all, you. Compl- yeah, complimenting my <laughs> efforts for presents for you. Well, what for it? What, what exactly did I purchase you? I don't think that was. I can't correct. even remember, mate. <laughs> um, but it is lovely. It is gorgeous, and it's going to sit there next to my laptop. Amazing. For future. Brilliant. Um, but do you know what we saw a lot of? Do you know where we saw this a lot? The five yeah. infinity stones. Where? What if? Oh. You didn't put an effect on. All right. What if? I don't know if I liked that. That was a mm. bit invasive. All right, that didn't roast your potatoes. Kind of just um, like threaded right into my ear canals. Oh, that's not good. Um, <laughs> like um, it's the um, the what are they called in um, Lord of the Rings? Wraiths. Oh yes, 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 yes. <sighs> all those peeps. Hmm. All those, all those peeps. 
I'm in a cave. I'm in a cave. Sound like I'm in a cave. Yeah. That did sound like There you go. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Yes. What if? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're doing this week. We're doing, we're doing yeah. part two. We're doing episode five to nine, I think. Five, five to nine. Yes, we five are. Five to nine. Five um, to nine. I'm just going to say, same disclaimer as last week. Peggy, the cat, is at the door. She will scratch during the show. I hope it's not too loud. If it gets too loud, man, let me know. I'll let her in. Because otherwise she'll be all over the laptop. You know how it is. I've um, got family watching Harry Potter. Which one are you watching? The Harry I'm Potter 4? 3? Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Ronald Weasley. Ronald. Unbelievable. Right, let's go straight into it. <laughs> Really, we've got so straight many. In. Yeah, I, it's, it's taken us about twenty I'll minutes, be, but we'll go straight. I'll in. be quite honest. I'll be quite honest. I've said this before, right? Doing series mm. are oh my god, really? What the blowing, fuck was that? Blowing your nose. She's so desperate to get wow. on the podcast. Okay, she will yeah. blow her nose so loudly, obnoxiously, as we're trying to plow through this episode, where it's already descended into chaos. And I said, a cat is like thumping her head through the door. Rach is blowing her nose. It's. No, I didn't hear it. Didn't hear it. You okay? Oh, is that why you're limping? <laughs> so yeah, TV series. Like, what if five, episodes five to nine? Now we were saying it's thirty-five minutes long in terms of the episodes. They mm. aren't very long in their own regard in terms of the stories that they're telling. But, mate, I found it quite... I was trying to watch through five and six, five, six and seven yesterday, mm. and I watched the rest today. Um, I struggled, man. I tr- in terms of keeping my focus, like... I'm so yeah. glad you said that. My attention span as we're going through these TV series uh, is so much harder than watching a film. Like, 100%. Because, because, but we have to put it in perspective. We are binging these seasons. Like, we yeah. are absolutely yeah. going through episodes. You know, if you do an episode a week like you normally should, you'll be all right. But yeah. we are binging, and it is it is hard. This yeah. is like, the, the films are, you know, by, by far my preference in terms of something you want to binge. Absolutely. I mean, part of the reason why we're doing it in parts, of, you know, in two parts, right, is mm. so we can digest it not only for ourselves, but for you, dear listeners, so you can listen to it in two parts as well but like yeah man like i i want to make sure that and this is the other thing right we take this fairly seriously now we're in we you know we're oh. we've had a schedule uh, you know uploads every every week we're in year two now we love what we do we love you guys engaging what we're doing so we do take this fairly seriously so i want to make sure that i'm giving it my full attention mm. and my full thought full thoughts in terms of making sure that i'm saying the right things or at least deep diving in the right way and not just kind of missing anything or even at times, and we have fallen fault to this, saying the completely wrong things in oh, certain things, right? The, the early days, you know, mm. were, yeah, please don't go and listen to the first mm. podcast because mm. there are some factual mistakes. Actually, sure. there's something connected to the early days of our podcast that happens <gasps> later on, I which I think we've we got to talk both, about. Yeah. <laughs> we both are, yes, yeah. When we've we got get, to talk about thanks it. Thanks for reminding me because I would have forgot. There is something that I've absolutely got to fucking rinse you about later on, boy. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, we're going to. We, I love how we wrote uh, Episode five. Mm. What if there were zombies? Okay, so you said last week you were very excited to watch this 
Mm. You love The Walking Dead. We'll talk about the Telltale games. We'll talk about Clementine. Okay. Glimitan. And then we're talking about how much we love the stories of The Walking Dead and how you were much of an avid fan watching it. Zombies are your thing. What were your thoughts on this episode, mate? Absolute dog shit. The word, honest to God, could not have been. At the end, it slightly just like it slightly makes up for itself, hmm. but but for the first like twenty minutes of the episode, probably one of the weakest like things I've ever seen MCU. And I'll te- wow. and I'll tell you for why, right? Because right. it I, it don't because I was thinking right, what what makes it so bad? What why is it? You know, when you've got the potential for something that can be so like a fresh perspective, quite brand new. What is it about it that means that it's a, it's a bit cack? Now, I think that it is because it starts with the heroes that you most want to see dead or as zombies, right? We don't see the very beginning of the outbreak. It's the same issue with many, many TV shows that look into zombies. Yeah. For, for some reason, writers think it's more interesting to go from the middle of the apocalypse as opposed to showing us how it fucking happened in the first place. <laughs> yeah. For me... Well, well, they did show us how it happened, but it was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Like, there were so many... This is the reason why I didn't like the episode, is that mm. the concept of zombies in the MCU is mm. really interesting, right? But yeah. in terms of its origin and how it happens, I think that's where the key is. That's the foundational quality. How does the outbreak start? For some reason, they chose one of the MCU's least favourite movies in terms of franchises, okay? If you're talking about Thor's, Thor's trilogy, Captain America's trilogy, Iron Man trilogy, okay, we'll look at, we'll look at Ant-Man's story and we'll mm. say that Hank Pym goes to find... Um, uh, uh, no, again, it just happened. Not Hope, but her mum. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's in, she's or she's somehow when she's been in the quantum realm, figured out some sort of way to then be. In, she's in, ingested something and she's become a zombie. And the, the particles and the bacteria around her caused mm. her to become a zombie. And then she gets out, and that's how the outbreak happens. Yeah. I, that's not strong enough. That's not a strong. That that feels so. Trivial, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and this was and this is the other thing. Good zombie stories are mm. told from the perspective of human error. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, an outbreak of a bacteria or something that we have created or something that we've tried to do for better gain goes horribly wrong. Boom, that's our fault. And it's, so many Marvel characters traverse the entire world, so it would have made yeah. so much sense to have you know Hulk's factory yeah. where he worked. Had a fucking leak. It already did. So you know, yeah. there we go. Um, you know, it would have made sense for Spider Man, the new, uh, the uh, the Spider Man where it's he goes symbiotic. to Venice or yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. This that film. Um, yeah. You know, so many different ways. And like you say, they yeah. Sorry, yeah. I, I mistakenly said they didn't look at the beginning of it. They did, but 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 even though they did, it still wasn't fully really explained. And it was, no, it was, a, it was such a bullshitty thing. Like it was just oh, a yeah. voiceover. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's just yeah. That that for me was the biggest letdown. Um, like the characters within it, I liked. So I liked yeah. that we get happy. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Yeah. Um, I um, 
also, right, and I know this is right at the end, but, oh my God, powerful moment. Chadwick Boseman says the words, in my culture, death is not the end. They're still mm. with us long as we, as long as we do not forget them. I forgot how much he is actually threaded in this mm. whole series. And yeah, there are some incredible tributes. There's also a tribute later on in another episode to him. Yes, but like that, yeah, that line is... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, got, it's got a different meaning to it now. Yeah. So, yeah, it was... it, But I don't know. It was just... It was very, very bizarre and, you know, classic, like, Ant-Man, not funny humour, where it's just him as a head. And they have to even yeah. point out the fact that he makes jokes, like, yeah. because people aren't going to find it funny, so he has to find himself funny. It's, it's just all really tedious shit. Oh, like, the, 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 I think the animation is good. I think the way that they design and animated their, their zombies very interesting i thought it worked it was quite scary at times as well they did quite a lot of horror kind of elements within it in terms of jump scares and stuff in it that, that's all fine but it's just like like you say and the, the biggest issue is the fact that you killed the heroes so quickly so quick the avengers died so so quickly and i know you have to do that you've only got 35 minutes to tell the story but again if you're looking at something like this right and like the zombies concept the marvel zombies concept is quite niche and there's a little i'd say there's quite a a considerable fan base out there with marvel fan base comic fans out there that enjoy that's those stories they could have just gone further with it they could have just given it a little bit more time we know what i'm really hoping with a lot of these episodes is that we're gonna see more of these universes in season two Mm. because either because either well otherwise this is this is completely pointless yeah, and what a waste of time, right? Yeah, it 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 kind of feels that um, I, I, I feel like they've got to be careful though with what if because oh, and this is going to be this is proper random thought, but I know where I'm going with it. Is it so you know the Spider Verse, yeah, and what they're doing at the moment with Miles Morales, and so that and that's a trilogy, right? It started yeah. off with um, across. Across. And then the newest one is into. No, it? it's the other way no. around. Into, uh, into, then across, the and then beyond the Spider Verse. Yeah. Right now, what, what only thing I'm worried about is this is this is breaching very similar territory, right? So we're look, so this first series is exploring, you know, going into like okay, this is the multiverse, this is how it works, blah blah blah. Then the second season is probably going to be like, you know, people crossing different universes, all of that stuff. And so I'm like, how, you know, how many times are we going to get this in yeah. a different format and a different way? Mm. Because we, we, I feel like the, the, and this is wider conversation, but I do feel like the multiverse is, is they are killing it off before it's begun. Just yeah. purely because it's being oversaturated, mm-hmm. we knew nothing. Of, well, we did, but we knew we saw nothing of the multiverse on on t, you know, on film or TV until the last couple of years, and now it's fucking everywhere. Like mm-hmm. almost every single, uh, you know, um, uh, superhero that we're following it, it, in some way is connected to this multiverse now, and it, and it, it is. 
it almost feels like I know we know that there's another three years of this because we've got the whole Kang Dynasty, blah blah blah. I'm just slightly nervous that we're going to get a bit of fatigue. I, I, um, I think you're right to think that, and I think you're right to feel that, and I think we're probably going to find this happen at some point anyway. I think the the the. Let's just be honest, right, guys? Okay, Marvel fans, MCU fans, dear listener. We've just got to cut cut this to the chase, right? The Infinity Saga was so next level in terms of storytelling, in terms of long-form storytelling, in terms of long-form narrative, and the way that it paid off and the way that it was executed at the end of Endgame definitively created something incredibly special. Something on the likes that Star Wars in the original trilogy managed to achieve. That is that level of big, right? This multiverse saga that we're now in, the multi, you know, the, the vast scheme of the multiverse, but the issue with it, and this is it's kind of a double-edged sword. It's a really interesting concept, but you've got an infinite amount of possibilities, an infinite amount of stories and narratives. And with a concept like what if, it gives the whole premise is for us to open our eyes into these different narratives and stuff. And yes, this gets threaded through towards the end in terms of episode eight and nine, it kind of ties in. But ultimately, these are all separate universes with their own really long narrative. And what I get really pissed off about this series is that every single episode, it's it's open-ended. It leaves on a cliffhanger. It leaves to the next event. It doesn't wrap up the story. And I know that's deliberate. And I know that was to to thread the end, right? But unfortunately, it makes me go, oh, fuck, I've just tried to invest in this bit of Unifrost, and now you were telling me there's a zombie Thanos with his with his fist at the end coming to what take over the planet, and I'm, now I'm not going to see that, yeah. you know, or am I going to have to wait in season two for it to maybe or maybe not be shown? Like, yeah, yeah. what what am I buying into here? What is the overall goal? Yeah, no, I I, I completely agree. I I would prefer, you know, there's and and looking. I'd, I just want to look at another universe on its own, not connected yeah. to the, uh, another one, not 100%. connected to the current one that we're all following. I just want to, like, what there we, for me, what would be really interesting is if we followed, like, could you imagine uh, an episode or a whole film where you follow, I don't know, maybe you follow Thor, right? And you mm. And for the first 45 minutes, you're following Thor... Uh, and it, you know, it's set from a certain point in time, um, so it's really clear to the audience when it's taking place. But you, for that first forty-five minutes, you just assume that you're in the current the current universe that we're all following, right? What is it? Right. Earth six one six six one six. So, but then, but something happens after forty-five minutes where you know, like the TV switches on and Loki's like president of the united states or you know something like that where i just feel like there's so many cool techniques and cool ways where you just keep it on one universe and let's just explore that for once rather Mm. than fucking about like the just because it is the multiverse doesn't mean we have to visit multiple universes that one episode or that Mm. one film feel like actually it would be nice to explore that one thing anyway moan over moan over yeah um what if zombie? I feel like I, I literally cannot speak about the zombie episode anymore, man. I don't know about you. Have you got <laughs> you know, any, any? No, more mate. To add about I've only got. I had one note, and it I, I literally put the word underwhelming. <laughs> um, so I mean, I'm happy to leave that there and move on to the next one. Yeah, which is 
a brilliant one. So this is if uh, Killamonger saved Tony Stark. You just said a brilliant one. I so I really enjoyed this one. Okay. Um, I really um, I like how it goes back to the very first uh, Iron Man film. Thus takes us right to the beginning of the uh, well, you know, contra- not correct the beginning of the MCU, but you know what I mean. The first film, yeah, yeah. two thousand and eight, when they really went to town with it all. Um, so I thought I thought really interesting concepts. Um, I like. Um, I thought the voice actress for Pepper was shit. Yes. Really I don't cool. know. I don't know who that is, um, and I, I haven't looked it up prior to the episode. Um, but Christ alive, that is, did did just just doesn't well, sound right. Extremely I'm extremely really wooden. Sh- um, yeah. But like to be honest, like I mean that was that was a that wasn't Gwyneth. That was, I think that was somebody else. Oh, yeah. um, but Bucky, mm. I'll be quite honest. Sebastian Stan actually did do the the, the voice for this. But his lines, every time he's on, on it, his early mm. episodes, especially the first one, his, oh my God, so bad. Delivery was just all, just so, so bad. Um, but yeah, I think there were some voicing issues. I think, um, I think the, na- so this is what I think about episode mm. six. The narrative of Killmonger coming in and then forming this unlikely friendship with Tony Stark and then doing the double crossing and, a, and it happens a little bit too many times. and for me in terms of like really understanding what are the motives, I was what I couldn't get in the narrative, really understanding what are the motives for Killmonger or are we just hoping that this person that's, you know, a, a, an audience member can understand what his motives are just because of Black Panther in the mm. first movie, understanding what he did, you know, back then, all about avenging, revenging his father's death, all that kind of stuff and becoming King of Wakanda. That's what he wants to do. Fine. But, I, there were just so many different ways of him getting to that point in this universe. I just need, I, I, I needed more clarify, clarifying on what that was. There was a bit of pacing issues for me, mm. I think. And, and that's a shame, a huge shame, because I, only, I genuinely, I did enjoy the episode. But I think the there were certain bits that just, certain bits of Pepper, for instance, that we just didn't need. Yeah. I think there were certain bits when General Ross was in there as well that we didn't need. I think that I think we just kind of needed maybe a little bit less time with Iron Man as well. Maybe we could have killed him off a little bit earlier because we kind of all knew that that's where it was going. Mm. Um, so I think there were just opportunities just to kind of play in a little bit more about the actual motives of Killmonger before it goes into the kind of the main bits. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely. I think. Another like wider conversation about what if is I'll be I'll be really interested what their their thought process high up in Marvel when when they created this series because for many reasons I feel as if they they didn't think it would be very successful because there's a lot of these episodes that are. Oh, like you say, just go through things so, yeah. so quickly and just bypass like loads of key material. Like, you know, why were Killamonger was doing this should still be in there. You know, it's not, you know, you can't expect your viewers to watch all the other shit. And, you know, people will come into this new or certain mm. episodes new. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I wonder whether they didn't have much faith in the series. Like, they knew they wanted to do a series, weren't quite sure how successful it was going to be because 
if they knew it was going to be successful, basically my argument is, do you think these episodes, A, might have been longer, there might have been a longer series? Now, I do know that um, this series was cut down on episodes. Yeah, there was another, there was another um, episode. Due to COVID. Yeah. Um, so <clears> this, this had a lot of um, ramifications because of COVID. Uh, timelines change, episodes change. Not, I, you kind of wonder whether that had a bigger impact um, than, they, than they, they, they let us on to. It just feels like, again, I mean, we're looking at episode six right now, but like there was so much in the narrative <clears throat> in terms of seeing Killmonger becoming the next, you know, Black Panther, mm. you know, killing T'Challa as well. And then there was that scene at the end when he went to the ancestral plane to have a chat with T'Challa. Again, really a symb- symbolic now with the passing of Chadwick Boseman. But like at the time, you know, of, of when they recorded that, he was still alive and still, you know, and still about. But like it has a different tone, right? Mm. If anything, now that has T'Challa in it, post his death, will always have a different tone. And I think they could have had an opportunity there to play into that a little bit. Let the storyline... And this is the other thing. I think what I think this is a payoff to a lot of audience reactions of how much they really enjoyed Michael B. Jordan's um, performance in Black Panther and felt like, actually, we need to see more of, more of him. He was brilliant. He was, you know, in this terms of villain... We want that. We want that kind of guy in in the MCU for more of a longer form narrative. So we mm. got this, but in animation form, in a, a, a single thirty five minute episode, it needed to be again a longer episode, or at least just needed its own movie, if anything. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, it, I think it's a shame. I think it, it, that Michael B. Jordan didn't really get the payoff that he needed. I think in terms of his story, but like. Mate, I enjoyed it. It was just, it just, I, I, again, that was one of the episodes where I was watching it. I was like, I'm enjoying this, but it's really difficult to follow what's going on. Mm. I, th- I think it was a very fun episode for me. I mm. thought I, I took a lot of fun out of it. And, you know, I thought Andy Circus coming back as Ulysses yeah. uh, <clears throat> is, is brilliant. And he is an incredible voice actor. Yeah, he's good. Um, so he, he, you know, that was, that was fantastic. Um, I loved the Liberator. It was quite cool. Yeah. Um, I thought, yeah, there were some really good scenes in there, some really good fights. Um, you know, sure, he's sussing it out, like that he's not quite as good as he, you know, some things are missed there. Makes out to be, yeah. Um, was quite good. Um, yeah, I, 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 I actually really enjoyed that episode. I, I, I'd say that's what it was one of my favourites, to be honest. Yeah. Um, nice. But yeah, Thor was the only child next episode. Episode seven. Um, Okay, I'm going to be honest here. This is the worst episode for me. Mm. I I hated it so much. I was so not expecting you to say this. I hate it. It was childish. It was... um, it felt like it was just thrusted together because of a, 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 a team of writers thought, let's just fucking have some fun with this. Let's just <laughs> chuck everything at it and just be ridiculous. And it just, it was to a point where it was like, this is farcical. I don't, I, I don't understand. I, I, I know this is the multiverse. I know this is all these different stories and all these different eventualities that can play out. But like, 
he was such a Thor was such a petulant bastard, an absolute egotistical wank stain that I could <laughs> I could not remotely get on board with. And I know that that's the point, and I know there's that reasoning hence why. But like the fact that he's like they kind of have this weird like moralistic vibe at the end where it's like no he's got to be getting education he's got to learn about the earth he's got to go and do undo all of his wrongdoings and he like it's like cleaning like spray paint of loki rocks off of a, a i don't know the a, some some sort of precious building that we have on this planet like i don't know it just felt like it was definitely targeted for a younger audience and this whole series is to be enjoyed by everybody and and that was just too far to a younger audience that i just couldn't i couldn't get on board the only thing i did like was the banter between thor and loki that was it everything was cheap as shit mate fucking hate it wank sane wank stane of an episode oh matt you are coming into this episode i've never been i've never been that harsh you've not approved three episodes in a row there that's no, I haven't. Just done. Uh, wow. Okay. Oh, interesting. I totally wasn't expecting that. So that is that has knocked me sideways. That has. But I, um, <laughs> I, I actually enjoyed this as well. Did you actually? <laughs> I did uh, because because I think I took it for what it was right, and it the and. I think it's, it's <laughs> it made f- me angry, mate. I, I'm not even joking. Funny, but it's but it's interesting though, isn't it? Because your uh, your Doctor Strange episode that I thoroughly despised and hated, you you found interesting. Yeah. It was full of lore. It was full yeah. of you know loads of things going on. It, there were uh, moralistic narratives in in Doctor Strange. This was just some absolute twat acting like a fucking child. But, and being like, and his mum, and it's li- and it's literally like Ca- <laughs> Captain Marvel was about to obliterate and be nuked, right, with Thor, and then Frigga turns up going, "You're being a very naughty boy," and he's like, "Oh, sorry, mum." Like it was just, oh, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> yeah, fair, 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 fair. But this is this is what if. So you know what you know, they've got to be zany things going on it can't be well in doctor in doctor strange uh, i remember i remember uh, <laughs> comic is... book 479 very well when the star of abraham fell upon the earth and this is a you know this is good this is just this is what he thor and the thing is right if you know what you know about thor and you think like um so i think of the god of war games and you like look into the mythology right he was a drunken idiot Thor is a drunk. Is is a drunk tool. He is a prat. Um, and 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 to be honest, a Marvel version of him proper made him into a serious being that he's not. Hence, Ragnarok changed that. Hence, Love and Thunder changed that. You know, he he yeah. he isn't a serious being. So actually, this is probably the most realistic version of him. But that is only justified. Because we have serious tones in Thor. Mm. That's only justified because we go, there are funny bits, but there are also moments where he knows it's time to get to work and time to fight some evil, right? That's why the comedy works in the movies. I don't think, and I'll be honest, and I will say this now, and I haven't said this in the previous episodes when we actually reviewed them. Mm. I don't think Ragnarok, for me, I don't think I would love Ragnarok as much as I do 
if it wasn't for the previous two movies. Yes. We got to know a seriousness of Thor and it was paid off and it was, and it was delivered. Fair enough. Forget about the second one. But like when it got to the third one, there was just these lighter tones, but we understood underneath it all. He's this absolute badass. But is isn't the point of this though saying that if it wasn't for Loki and it wasn't for all all of that family, this this is the kid yeah, that yeah, was brought up by Odin, right? Yeah. Fucking Odin, and we know he's 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 as much of a tool as anybody, right? So if he's been brought up in that world in Asgard, protected yeah. by this family, what? You just called Anthony Hopkins at all. At all. No, I didn't call him at all. The character at all. Um, you know, um, the, um, yeah. And, and sorry, I lost so your flow. You, oh, you did lose my flow there, mate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're accusing me of all sorts. Uh, but no, he's been brought up and sheltered by his family. And he, and he, in Asgard, he is the the being, right? He walks around, he'll own the place, he's got the looks, you know, he's got the beer. He is, so if he's only ever known that, of course when he comes to Earth, he's going to have a party because he's, he's probably known for having parties every five minutes in Asgard. The only thing that I would say about this that did make me go, what? Is why were the Guardians, the Raider, like different people were there and I was like, I'm a bit confused why they're there. Why was shoehorning these characters in? Why is Howard the Duck there, for fuck's sake? Exactly. It, you know, like that that was that did confuse me. Although he, the subplot of him marrying Darcy was fucking hilarious. That was quite funny, yeah. I've got a lot of time for that. That was quite little, funny. Little side plot. To be fair. Um, um, but yes, I, yeah, I, it was... I don't know. I I I think I enjoyed it for what it was on its surface level. You know, a little bit of fun. Thought, you know, what would Thor be like if there was no Loki? Hence, no serious like Loki. Loki brought a lot of shit to the door, right? So without him doing that, what would? What would All I can say <clears throat> is thank God we've got Loki. <laughs> thank God for Tom Hiddleston. And his gorgeous voice. And his, so by the way, in terms of voice it. acting, mm. voice acting, Tom Hiddleston, top tier. Top yeah. tier. He's yeah, brilliant. Yeah. He also plays Captain Hook, I think, in a Disney movie. And it is absolutely brilliant. Mm. He does. Yeah, no, it was... It, it Mate, was... It, the episode was trash. Absolute <laughs> trash. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Uh, right, this one. Surely this one. Ultron. What if Ultron won? Play, if you are negative four times in a row, Matt, honestly, this... Uh... Okay, Forrest. Okay, I'll go. I'll, I'll start. <laughs> God, alive. I have got to say, honestly, now. No, no. No. Yeah, there are a few things, actually, about this episode. Honestly, this was quite possibly the most interesting concept for an episode I've ever watched in What If, and I absolutely fucking loved it. Hey! There you go. Oh, I, t- I teased you there, dear listener. You oh, but, I threw a curveball right in your face. I, on, this is going to be, this is so weird, Matt, because I, I think this series, we are so polar opposites on almost every episode. I think so, mate. Because this episode... I didn't like. 
Are you joking? Well, the fact that fucking Ultron's not voiced properly, okay, properly well, pissed me off. Let so that, that go for starters. Was, well, no, because that, the voice is, you know, who's the guy that, that you know, bloody James amazing. Spader. James Spader's voice is Ultron. So yes. you lose that. It felt like it lost a bit of Ultron. Fair um, and then, and also, what we've been talking about just now about the fact that like a plot just going straight in and pretending like you know everything. Fucking this is paramount for that. It's it like zoom, 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 zoom straight through. I'm like, what? It's got no. I'm beginning to understand now. Anything that re- anything that revolves around multiversal <laughs> concepts, you're like, fucking, I'm out. No. <laughs> no. The grand scheme of the multiverse. No. Oh, the... he, oh, he's now conscious that the watcher's there. No. <laughs> I'm out. Get all sciencey. Nah. Although, no, there was some brilliant, like, him splitting Thanos in half Sick. was incredible. Sick moment. What a moment. Uh, no, it, this was, it certainly wasn't bad, but I don't, I wouldn't go crazy about this episode. Wow. Really? God, yeah. So this is, okay, so I think this is a really, really interesting concept in terms of um, actually Ultron winning, getting what he wants. Mm. This is how you do a what if episode, I think. You are looking at something where it's quite pivotable. There was a moment in in, in um, Age of Ultron, in Avengers, when Vision was created, that there was a genuine moment where we were like, oh my God, Ultron's going to do this. Like he's mm. gonna he's gonna absorb the powers of the vision, he's gonna become this kind of character, and he doesn't, and we don't see it, fine, the heroes win. But that is the moment where we go, actually, what if it does happen? And that's the payoff that we got in this episode. We saw an absolutely ultra powerful, and I'm talking ultra I mean, this is the thing, right? And I'm saying this now. If K Dog right now was sat in the Disney studios with his massive gamer chair, with his gauntlet in hand, playing with his gauntlet, and he's got like a She-Hulk mug, okay, with his hat on, sipping through his cup of joe, and he's thinking, God, guys, what are we going to do about Jonathan Majors? Honestly, we need to figure this out. I would go in right now, kick the door down, okay, puff of smoke behind me, all right? Deep breath in, (laughs) okay? And I would just like point at Kevin Feige, and I'll go... We're talking Vision, Ultron, What If, Episode 8. And he's going to go, oh my God, that's it. That's how we can off the ca- kill off the Kangs. We have this Ultron, right? This, this is my grand theory. This Ultron comes in, breaks the multiverse, breaks the Watcher, murders the Watcher, and then finds our universe... Okay, and our universe currently have this Kang issue and he just wipes them out. And then we've got a bigger, bigger, bigger bad because I honestly think this this villain of Ultron, Mm. this version of Ultron is top tier villain, Mm. top tier villain. And I I was all there for it and I loved the episode. And I'm just saying, Mm. K-Dog. K-Dog, if you're listening, there's a little offer for you, my friend. This, okay. One (laughs) One of my... Another problem I have with this episode is that you've got you've had closed epi- each episode has been its own thing, right? Closed yeah. episodes, you know, they might not have good endings as we've established, but they've been closed off. 
This episode gets teased right at the end of the Thor one when uh, all of the Ultrons appear and then the Watcher's like, oh, you know, oh, what's happening here? Uh, and, and then this episode, this episode, basically, and I think this is this might be another issue with the whole, you know, they had to remove an episode in the series, but this episode is, is merely there so that we get to the last episode in the series. And for yeah, me, that, that's a bit shit. This is a good story. It is, but that's not what. Okay, what is what if trying to be? Is it? Oh, I don't know. I can't. Yeah, you're right. There's no. Is it an episode? You know, featuring a little bit multiverse each episode. Is it following the story of the Watcher? Is it? You know, because it it, it's not doing anything that it's setting out to do. Because if it's following the Watcher, then it needed to tease the Watcher. Like, the Watcher needed to be far more pivotal earlier on rather than shoe on right at the end of the series, right? And it kind of was, but then episodes two to four or episode two to five, nothing fucking happens for him. Mm. So it's not that. It isn't we're travelling the multiverse for the whole series. It isn't we're going to spend any time in any of these different universes because by the time we do, we then disappear into another one. What is it? I just, I, I just feel like that what they should do is just to be a little bit more kind of strategic in terms of those moments of when is the what if event going to happen, right? Mm. Because we got what if zombies, we got yeah, okay, fine, what if zombies, but we haven't seen that concept be played out, or you know, what if Hank Pym becomes a villain? Like we haven't seen these things be played out. We don't know how and when that might happen. You've got to spell that out for us. Mm. So. What the reason why I like this episode so much is because we can go, oh, right, it's in that point in Age of Ultron where it's gone differently. So yeah. we, can, we, we can subconsciously put a connection to the 616 version that we are watching through the MCU universe. But like within that, we just find those pivotal, pivotal key moments to play out a different timeline. That's why the Killmonger episode is really good, okay? You know, we, we don't have to, you know, Tony Stark being blown up by his own tech. He gets saved by Killmonger, then we play out a different story. That works as a concept. They did it a few times with those two episodes, maybe a little bit with Captain Carter one as well. But like overall, I think this is the best episode in the series and just great fight scenes. The, the just you know, seeing the Watcher fight and put on his like Watcher armor as well. I think that was great. Um I do like I've I, I feel like at that point I'm invested by the watcher um and I, what i really enjoy in the beginning of that episode is it's really simple line and he just delivers it so well he just kind of goes this is the story this one breaks my heart and you're like oh my god what happens here and it is it's great i think clint and i think um romanoff are just brilliant in both in the in these episodes and they're played by um uh they're played by the actors as well in terms of the voice and it's just brilliant. is it is it though Scarlett Johansson's not in it, mate. She not? No. And this and that, that actually did surprise me. But no, it is not her. It is um, she's in a rom com with Simon Pegg. It's Jeremy Renner, though, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah it's definitely Jeremy Renner. Yeah. But I'm really surprised is, by that. Really. It is the she's a female actress, Lake Bell. Lake Bell, yeah. But it sounds no. very convincing. She does a very convincing Scarlett Johansson's like. I wow. legit thought it was her. Yeah, yeah no. Well, that's so, great. Um, but yeah, no, fanta- I completely agree. I think um, one of my favourites is um, Zola being back. 
And it's Toby right. Jones. That is definitely Toby, Toby Jones. Unmistakenly mm-hmm. Toby. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that he's back um, and the Hydra connections I really enjoy. Steve Rogers is president in this world and that's not fucking explored either. No, that's literally a background and I, shot. And I'm like, brilliant, great. Like, mm-hmm. why we not got a whole episode about that? Because that mm-hmm. literally would have been interesting. Um, so uh, hopefully that comes back in season two. Because yeah. I need I need to see me some Steve Rogers being the president. That'd be cool. Um, <laughs> president yeah, Rogers. President Rogers. Um, but yeah, uh, and then Doctor Strange at the end asks the Watcher, "Is he ready to break his oath?" Mm. Which takes us into the last episode, Matt. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, so I think in terms of this episode, they're trying to tying in the rest of these episodes by bringing these heroes back. Um, But that's never really teased. It just kind of happens quite quite quickly and it's kind of there's no thread of that being teased in. Other than the fact that they leave these stories open-ended, but it's only because when the Watcher goes to collect these heroes, he collects them at the point where the episode ends. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So the Watcher collects Gamora. Why Gamora? <laughs> and and we've not had any episode Hello. of Gamora. But firstly, hi Gamora. How you doing? Yeah, yeah. No, no secondly, why? Fe- she, yeah, yeah. She featured which one early on? Didn't she? She featured in the one. Oh, the second one. No. Oh, lost its mightiest yeah, heroes. It's the one with it? T'Challa, Star Lord. Oh no, T'Challa become yeah. a Star Lord. That one. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is okay. Yeah. So Gamora, so, yes. And so Gamora, we get uh, Captain Carter from the first episode. We get Star Lord T'Challa. We get um, uh, Supreme Doctor Strange, of course. Um, Killamonga, we get. Um, who do else do we get? Black Widow, um, Thor, Thor, and baby, baby douchey Thor. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> fine, all great, but let's be honest. Let's just say it now. So the Watcher collects them into the pub. Okay, Doctor Strange goes, look, yeah, I, I thought a pub would be a nice way for us all to meet. Very nice, very good moment. And then the Watcher goes, you are the Guardians of the multiverse 
And it was exactly that moment that I thought to myself, Matt has seen this. Matt had seen this before our very first podcast episode. And we both, I said to Matt on a night out, before we ever produced this yeah. podcast, I said to Matt, oh, I reckon, uh, what about Guardians in the Multiverse? I reckon that'd be a great name. Matt, not one part of you, nope. mate, thought, oh, hang on a minute, I remember that what if I, episode. No, but this is the thing. I do not remember at all him ever saying that. So I genuinely, and this is why, because when I just watched it just now, I went, wait, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> loud, like, wait, what? And so it must have been subconsciously, I've seen it before. Yeah. And then when we were pitching this podcast, I must have gone, yeah, it's mm. gone in multiverse. I mean, it did make me laugh. Just for a bit. Just for a bit of context, so in case you are a newer listener... Go back to a clip. Listener, let's, go, let's do a clip way, now. Way can, you, can you do a clip now? Can we do a little rewind? Rewind. We are the guardians <laughs> of the multiverse. We are. Obviously. Oh, we my name's, my name's Forrest. And... Hi, I'm Matt. Yeah, I'm, I don't know, I'm waving. Oh, the wave this is, is, is going to be... I'm, I did a physical wave there when I know there's people listening. We are the guardians of the multiverse. And what do you mean by that? What do we mean? What do you mean by that, Forrest? What do do we we mean mean by that? So we are, we are in love with the Marvel universe, like completely and utterly in love with it. I mean, there's a lot that we don't know. Like in, in no way are we going like fully to town with these, with, with the films, with anything we discuss, we are two blokes that love it. But I don't know about you, Matt. I, I can't convince anyone that we would that we know everything. There you go. I don't know what I'm going to put there. Who well, that you know that was our first very first episode. Was. Was and we and we at that point decided that we were going to be called Guardians in the Multiverse until literally after recording that that there literally is a Guardians of the Multiverse, which are these guys that were used to protect the timeline. Um, now, I think it's a cool concept, and I I do wonder whether we'll get this in live action mm. MCU at some point. Um, I think we're going to be building up upon this Guardians of the Multiverse maybe more and exploring it more in What If going forward into season two. Um, but yeah, I think as the episodes as a whole, it was fine. It was it was fine. Yeah. I don't. I, I, there were just there were just moments of good storytelling. I think the pacing was again a bit off. Um, there was that really nice moment where they do the, the they reminisce from the Avengers Assemble sort of like. Uh, panning round in the circular motion where they're all being the superheroes that they are very good kind of nod to the, the first Avengers movie but other than that everything else was kind of forgettable which is a shame because I think they kind of set they set the episode up to be pretty special from episode 8 yeah yeah no I, I agree uh, I think the also this episode the big fight at the end went on for way too long for me yeah when they're trying to steal the Infinity Stones uh, away, um, 
away from Ultron to make him less powerful. It, it just goes on for too long. It's like, well, hang on a minute. We, we, we haven't stuck in any of the moments that we wanted to stick into for the rest of the series. All mm. of the other pivotal moments you've just glossed over. And now we have to have a, like a full length fight, yeah. which, you know, we know, we know, you know, from the beginning, okay, well, surely Ultron can't, you know, can't win this. Otherwise <laughs> it doesn't continue. What's in this set, what's, yeah. what's gone on here. So, yeah, I, it was it, it really good potential, uh, and it, and it was enjoyable in in many parts. Uh, but <laughs> fell off a cliff, fell off a cliff for me. I, I definitely did join there. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That was that was the best way of describing it. So it's really it was for herbs fine. What I do love, though, right? So we're yeah. we're we're at the end of the kind of what if series now. Yeah. So I kept this bad boy for a long time. I never watched I, it, and you yeah. were like, "Oh yeah, what if? What if?" Or oh, I've got to say, Matt, mate. Yeah. It, now it let me down there, mate. I I I must have either I've clearly blotted some bits out of my head because obviously the Guardians of Multiverse I left my brain very quickly mm. there were just certain i think when i first watched it i was really taken by the animation i was quite clearly excited originally by the multiversal concept and i enjoyed it as as a whole in terms of it being quite isolated to the mcu now upon watching it the second time i am left feeling very deflated <laughs> and I, i'll be quite honest very deflated like kind of like Wow. Now we now you can sort of now we're outside of the bubble effectively and we're we're past this kind of moment. But like superhero fatigue and the writers trying to figure out what the hell they're doing with the MCU going forwards, mm. the rushing of things, this has clearly been affected by COVID amongst Black Widow as well being affected by COVID. You just kind of you're you quite clearly can see the issues that are being played out in this in, in this brand new form of content which is on disney plus right yeah and, and mate yeah second time watching i was i'm bitterly disappointed because i thought it was okay at first and i really and i i gotta say first i gotta apologize because uh -oh. i really did for the for best part right, boy. told you this was going to be a special series but <laughs> i'll be honest mate it was a pile of wank. It was fucking shit. It was bloody awful, man. Well, it wasn't totally a pile of wank. For the most part, it was, but I think there were some yeah. decent moments. But yeah, I, th I think we just, you know, we've we've at this point, me and you have watched copious amounts. <laughs> Can't believe of Marvel still... content yeah. in the last year, and I think you know we are at the stage now where things will be ripped apart if they yeah. are not in comparatively good terms yeah. to the rest of the stuff. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and this this is by far a weak link, unfortunately. There, but uh, absolutely what you said is, is true. Like, animation, amazing. The, yeah. How it looks, incredible. Um, but it's just, you know, if they must have had so many problems with it because of covid mm. and you kind of just go in re if it was really that difficult and it looks like it was because you got so. rid of an episode it the times are a bit weird just sit on it for a bit and sit bring it, it back at another time Which, bring it I mean, back at another time before we talk about series two and season two um because i think that kind of follows it into it quite nicely um what are, what are you going to rate this what's your rating my, I, I reckon this is like, 
I reckon you've gone you've gone into the shop, you've you've you're having a look at the crisps okay. on offer <laughs> and uh you're having a look and you're going, Oh, do you know what I you know what I fancy? I fancy some uh Thai uh chili sensations. You know the lovely red sensations. Oh yeah, they're good. You know. Yeah. Oh lovely. Right? Mm. You've gone in, you've gone right, I know what I'm getting, I'm getting those. But not only is it the only version of sensations you can get, but it's the only crisps in the entire shop, and it's those roast chicken ones that don't taste that great. Oh, that's controversial. Some people love those. Is it controversial? Oh, I didn't realise. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course, there are going to be people who love them. Yeah, of course, of course. Really but, but I get you. Yeah, it's, yeah. The, it's the cheat. It's the Yeah, it's it's just you know you've gone in thinking, oh, this is going to be a fantastic. You know, yeah, bag yeah, yeah, opening, yeah. a great experience, an all sensory experience. Mm. And you've gone in and it's the worst kind of version of crisp you could possibly get. I'm with you on that. I think uh, for me, my analogy, so you're saying about in terms of if we're giving it a percentage or a rating oh, out of 10? 30%. Wow, that's really low. Yeah, I, mate, it, okay. was, it was, there were so many like wrongdoings. So many. Um, so for me, it's like going in with your favourite packet of crisps and going, you know, the hype is always there with your favourite packet of crisps. You know what you're getting. You're going to love it. It's going to be brilliant. You've got a good amount of contents in there. You open it up, every single crisp is burnt to a crisp. <laughs> I could say it's overbaked. Overbaked crisps, right? All taste like crap. Not You're like, what is this? This is ruining my experience. Um, it's that. Um, I think for me, Alf, if I was to give this... A percentage or whatever but like yeah i'd say it's under half in terms of contents of this bag much i'd say maybe just over a third no yeah no yeah yeah just over a third yeah is like there were some good moments but it was just it was just underwhelming underwhelming is the word so i'm a massive sweet popcorn fan right and it's yeah. like i bought a bag of sweet popcorn but it's all salted popcorn inside oh yeah okay fair that fair. would be like you know yeah yeah you've teased me in yeah and that, that's you matt you you teased me in. i did i'm so sorry you bought Dear, you wrote me in oh Forrest, i'm so sorry catch of the day i was matt you put me on the boat and people are kicking the shit out <laughs> but but dear listener you have got to tell us what you think about what if please okay we've been quite scathing in this two reviews now two weeks worth of talking about what if controversial controversial series no doubt lots of different thoughts lots of opposing thoughts you've got to tell us what you think of it all right give us an email don't be here podcast at gmail.com or give us a message on the instagram at don't be here podcast um yeah we want to hear we'll put the, a message out as well um on our social media streams to sort of see what you think season two matt what do we know about it now we know for sure um back in march uh, it was announced that it's been delayed um now going back to what you're thinking about in terms of the animation that it needs to have some more time that is quite literally what they have decided to do now mm -hmm. in terms of the stories in terms of the animation they said um uh, the producers and the visual effects team actually did quote saying that it takes a long time to do a series like this um so we've got we've got more time however we're looking like 
at an early 2024 release. They haven't defined a date yet still, um, but we've got early 2024 coming in for what if. Yeah. They did say nearly end of the year of this year, but I, that's, I don't know, it looks very unlikely. I, I, we'd, have, I, we'd have known by now. There is a part of me that really thinks like, I just think we're there's too much multiverse stuff, and I I think Marvel were really I this honestly I'm up there of the kind of belief where they might can it because and they might they might I just think that they just they there is far too much of it. It's in everything. Like the multiverse is great. But it fucked me. It's nowhere near. I don't as think good as the Infinity Saga. Like. Yeah, I don't think they'll can it, but I think they could shorten it and cancel mm-hmm. some projects and get to the end of the saga a lot sooner. Yeah, yeah. And then they'll go forward with something else. Yeah, and that's what I'd like to know from our wonderful listeners who do read the comics and well adversed. What else is out there? What are you really excited for? in the future of Marvel. Like, mm. you know, can yeah. we part of the multiverse? It can be something completely different. Let us know. Drop us a comment. What are you, you, really excited about? Because that's what I want to know. I want to know some sneaky stuff that I don't know exists. Tell me some secret projects we don't know about yet. Yes. That's what I'd like to know. Do it. Hit me up. Yep. Um, mate, what are we, what are we watching next? So, we are, I think, we are about to make the biggest jump in quality we've ever made. So, we've gone from this, and then next week, believe it or not, Matt, we've already reached Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. This is mad. I cannot wait. This, uh, I, you know, I think I've said it a few times during our podcast. You have. This, This is my fucking number one all-time beat you know up there with guardians shang chi was an incredible experience when we saw it i think this is the first film we saw together i i i don't think it was actually mate i don't think it was it was the i think this was the movie when Mm. we decided to do this podcast Oh. And we started talking about it because I, t- I think I told you that I, I, the first time I saw it was when it came out on Disney Plus. This is the only, oh. and I'll be honest, this is the only MCU movie mm. I did not go to the cinema to go and watch. Oh, and that I wasn't did. because I decided I didn't want to, just because mm. I was just too busy. And I missed out. Missed out big time. It, yeah. This is, I cannot wait to watch this again. I, yeah, yeah, and I really hope it's as good as I remember. I just yeah. you don't want this to happen. Cinema and that cinema. You don't yeah. know what if situation with me. Oh, oh God, I hope not. I hope not because after Shang-Chi, do you know what we've got? It's not it, is it? <laughs> it's it's the, not it, is it's it? The, it's the time we've been waiting for. I can't. So we go from what if, which is meh, to Shang-Chi, which is fucking incredible to eternals no forest yes forest forest the, the, i'm i'm so sorry i cannot be your co-host come. anymore the time the, i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm handing there, my notice in my notice uh, is in we, we need to bring someone else on though that i is, think we, we need to do something mate. special i've got an idea need, i'll let you know dear uh, listener you've got to wait but i'm going to tell you after we've finished this recording all right fantastic 
Um, I yeah. So, we'll, but we'll see you next week for an incredible movie. I can't wait, Matt. I'm far, thoroughly excited. Bring Shang-Chi. on Shang Chi. Let's go. Ta-ra for now. Bye, dear listener. I love you.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to another episode of Don't Be A Hero Podcast. If you have any comments, feedback, or any thoughts, email us at don'tbeaheropodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and other streaming platforms for future content. And to keep up to date on all things Don't Be A Hero, follow us on our Instagram or our TikTok at Don't Be A Hero Podcast. We'll see you there.